Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. Chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable so without further ado let's begin this journey they've got all, all the, uh, you know th- you know things came your lord is watching the people always watch it and you can see in your life really there are many many ministers many powerful people so much power and you can see really they do so much uh, uh, injustice wrongdoing but within your lifetime you can see how these people they suffer humiliation comes to them they're degraded you know, the problem, dishonor, you know, one of the things that even Jawzi Rahmullah writes in his book, Sayyidul Khatu, very nice. He says, Ma ziltu asma'u min jama'ati min akabir. I always have been hearing about a group, group of the, you know, great rich people and worldly people that they have got positions, they have got the power, but they drink wine, they do, they do all the sinful acts, they do injustice, they oppress the people, they do wrongdoings, and they are doing many those things for which in Islam, hudud punishment becomes obligatory. They must have hudud punishment. And I have been thinking that when on these people punishment, punishment will come, Allah's punishment, when will offer these people, they have position, they have power, they drink wine, they do zina, they do all the injustice, wrongdoings, they have never mercy upon the orphans, upon the weak people, when the, when the had will be you know, applied to these people. And then I used to think, but who is going to do in this anyway? How the, who is going to make punishment upon them? Because these people, you know, they, they are respected, they have honor. So I, but he said, time was not very far away. When I found, soon the decline came, these people. They have been deprived of their power. Things have been taken away from them. Position have been taken from them. Their money has been taken, humiliated. And they got actually much, much more punishment than Hudud punishment can actually offer from them. You know, pre-imprisonment. Then after that, they have been killed and very, very bad kill, killing. Then I realized nothing is ignored. Allah never ignores anything. Nothing is missed from him. You know, it could be that, you know, in this world, people don't take punishment. You think you are above But Allah's punishment can come in this world. He never, he never can neglect people. To alim to anhu ma yuh malushay, I knew that nothing missed. Fal hadar al hadar. Be careful, be careful. Inna al uqubata la bil mirsad. Punishment is watching you. Punishment is coming. It is watching to you. You know, somebody asked one of the Arab, "Qila lahu aina rabbuka? Where is your Lord? Where is your Rabb? What he said? Bil mirsad. My Rabb, he is watching. You know, people ask an Arab, "Where is your Rabb? Aina rabbuka?" My Rabb is in a place where he's watching everybody. Amr ibn Ubaid, one of the tabi'i, he said, 
One side was in, in the presence of Mansur, the Abbasid Caliph, very powerful person. Those who, people who, you know, killed so many Umayyads and all those people, very strong person. And then Mansur have asked him to read Quran, read Quran. So he said, I read this surah, Surah Al-Fajr to Mansur. And when I reached this verse, Inna Rabbaka Labil Mirsad, certainly your Rabbi is watching. So Amr ibn Ubay said, when I read this verse, I said, Inna Rabbaka Labil Mirsad, Ya Aba Ja'far. Abu Ja'far is kuni of Mansur. I said, O Abu Mansur, O Abu Ja'far, your Lord is watching you. So you can see really that you know, he wants to remind him that you are one of the people about whom Allah says in the Quran, Inna Rabbaka Labil Mirsad, your Lord is watching. So, you know, this uh, keep in mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the universe and he has done all those things. But he's not sitting idle. He's not sitting, you know, tied his hands and all those things. He's watching every single thing. He's a full power and a full command every single thing. He delays the problem. He delays the things because he wants, he's so merciful. He wants to give the time for the people. But nothing is missed. Remember one thing properly. Whenever you do, injustice to anybody who is weaker than you and if you don't repent soon the punishment will come to you if then any orphan and you take his money and his wealth and you do wrongdoing with him and then you don't repent in the time which Allah has given to you the punishment will come to you the people who do many injustice and wrongdoings to the women and to the weak people of the society they should not know that you know it, they should not think that you know it is going to be unnoticed soon the punishment will come and soon they will be in a condition when they can see really that how weak they are, or how helpless they are. You know, nothing can be unnoticed, understand it properly. Even if you are in the in darkness of your house, nobody is there, and somebody weakest person in you know in your house, you know, you can say anything against him, you can do whatever like. No one thing very clearly, Allah sees you. Allah is watching you, whatever you do against that person, Allah, the, the one who has more power than you. He can do more than that against you. In Rabbaka Labil Mirsad, that is the history of all mankind, individuals and the nations. Nations came rising and then after the decline. Many, many people, you can see how they grown, very strong people, but very soon the punishment came and they have been deprived of all those rights uh, from their Lord. So after this thing, now inshallah I'm going to start uh, the tafsir of the surah. One thing actually is that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, gives people to have their civilization, cities are built and established and you can see the civilization actually flourish and, you know, and people you can see the society is moving. Whenever it happens, Allah's command is very clear for the people to have sympathy, to have the love and to have those laws which can guarantee justice to every in a part of the society, weak and strong, everybody can justice properly. So whenever the city is established properly, Allah's command is what? Adl and Muwasat. Adl means justice properly and Muwasat means to help and sympathy and love for the people who are the weaker people in the society. And for that purpose, Allah Taala has made a city an ideal. And that is city of Makkah al-Mukarramah. City of Makkah al-Mukarramah was freshly established by Ibrahim al-Islam. And that city was established on two things. The salah, the prayer, iman and amal properly. And the second thing, the city was that people must thank Allah Taala, must be grateful to him and must, whatever Allah gives them, they must share with other people. 
تو ایٹ دیٹ ایکچولی قرآن حسد ہے اللہ سبحانہ تعالیٰ ریمانڈ ابراہیم علیہ السلام اباؤٹ دیٹ سٹی دین دا قرآن سے جسٹ ربنا انی اسکنت من ذریتی بوادن غیر ذی زرعن عند بیتک المحرم ابراہیم علیہ السلام سیٹ ٹو ہز لوڈ او مائی لوڈ آئی میڈ ون پارٹ آف مائی فیملی ٹو سیٹل ان دس ویلی دیر واز نو پاپولیشن اٹ واز ناٹ اے سٹی بیفور اٹ از فرسٹ ٹائم نیو پاپولیشن نیو پیپل آر اسٹارٹنگ دیر وار دا پرپز آف دا پیپل ٹو سیٹل دیر از یو سی دس دس ایکچولی واٹ سٹی مینس قرآن واس ٹو ٹیچ یو انو وین یو آر اے سٹی when you are in a country when you are in a society the society must be built upon two important foundations like ibrahim ibrahim is building this new city on two foundations if these two foundations are missing then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching the city and he can destroy any time easily what two foundations the first one he said i made my people to settle next to your house why rabbana liyuqimu salata o our lord for one purpose that they established a prayer they worship you they have iman and amal faj'al afidatan min an-nas tahwi ilayhim warzuqhum min al-thamarat oh my lord then make people to come and settle here they also can come and hear and they, they give them fruits and everything why la'allahum yashkurun so they thank meaning is the main purpose of any city any place in this world is that you be, have iman and amal the prayer worship your lord and when the society actually moves and you get the favor of Allah Subhanahu food then you must share all those favors with other people give them to shukr means pay zakat give charity do mercy to the people do sabr with the people so this these two are the pillars of any society they are pillars of any human settlement they are in you know, a pillars of any city so when you talk about society about the state about any power they must be built upon these two things that why you can see the next surah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the qasam and shahada of of the of the city of makkah al-mukarramah when quran says la uqsimu bihada al-balad because quran wants to make very clear that you know uh, people of aad people of samud and people of firaun they became arrogant became proud of their cities and settlement allah want to say no look in the history of the best city how it was established establish are the two pillars the salah and the shukr when you can share other people if the cities are not established on these two pillars or the cities don't come back on to these two pillars then allah easily can destroy them that why the story the next surah surah al-balad is connected with the surah al-fajr can surah al-fajr there is punishment of those people who became proud of their civilization or their power and they did not remember that they need to establish the prayer and they need to share the power and the money with other people to do shukr they did not realize to allah destroyed them and then in next surah the history of the biggest or the best city makkah al-mukarramah has been reminded to every single person is it clear so now really that in this two surahs now they address to people of quraish that don't be proud of your money don't be proud of your power don't be proud of your position understand you are living in this city your duty is to thank your lord worship him and be mercy uh, you know merciful to other people 
and do sabr and patience. So now this surah, like I know many surahs in the Quran, is starting with the qasam. And qasam, you know, swearing and oath. And I mentioned you know, earlier so many times that whenever qasam comes in the Quran, the meaning of the qasam in the Quran is what? Shahada. To make the witness. Meaning is that things which are mentioned in the qasam, Allah wants to use them as evidence for something. That's the meaning. Like in our language, when we say, you know, by Allah, and we swear in the name of Allah, to, you know, qasam basically is in our mind that someone who is great, you know, we want to use his name to affirm something. But in the qasam in, in, in Arabic language, and especially in the Quran, it is used for evidence and for the witness. Like Quran says, وَالْقَلَمْ وَمَا يَسْقُرُونَ By the pen and whatever they like, by, write with the pen. It means pen and whatever people write with the pen, the witness, O Prophet Muhammad, that you are not a mad person. Quran says, by the time. Time bears witness. Time is the evidence that mankind in all their history, they have been losers. Similarly, the Quran has Qasam of Wattin wa Zaytun wa Turisinin wa Hadal Baladil Amin. Quran mentions the witness of these four things for something. So now in this surah, there is swearing, there is qasam, shahada, witness of something. So what these things are, now Quran mentioned. And there have been actually many you know, different opinions about this. Inshallah, I explain some of those opinions and what actually I prefer. Wal-fajr, wal-layalin ashr, wal-shaf'i, wal-watr, wal-layli, idha yasr. So the fourth is mentioned. By the dawn, the fajr basically early morning. Night comes, darkness comes. When the night comes, in the night there is no sign of the morning. Night does not contain the morning. Imagine if the universe is created first time. You have no experience of anything. And the night comes. You have no hope, no expectation of any morning. The night actually does not give you any indication of the morning. Nothing is there. Night is just darkness. There is no hope for the morning. So from that night, Allah SWT breaks the dawn. So basically when the night passes, then in early part of the morning comes. When the light starts coming, then you get some hope. And then after the day comes anyway, the world further by the dawn. You know, some people have used, you know, for, for different purpose, you know, for the, the different meaning. But I am just uh, explaining to you the preferred meaning that I take. وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ And ten nights. So as for Fajr, some people say Fajr means Salatul Fajr, some people say something else. But actually the clear thing which I come to, you know, uh, you know from the arguments and from, from looking into other verses in the Quran, Fajr means like morning. Like you can see the Quran has said in Surah Muddathir, Asfar. By the morning, when the morning becomes clear, Quran also said in Surah Takwir, By the morning, when the morning is taking the breath. So you can see the witness of the morning and the fajr and the dawn has been used in the Quran more than one time. So we take the meaning of the fajr as the dawn or early morning. Walayarin ash, ten nights. What are ten nights? Ten nights never have been used in the Quran. So only one time we can see. It is impossible for us to find out from anywhere in the Quran what the ten nights mean. So what are these ten nights? And then the Quran says, Shafi wal Watr. Shafi means even, 
And water means odd. Do you know even numbers and odd? Like you can see, like for example, you have two. Two is even. Four is even. Six is even. And odd are one, three, five, you know, seven, nine. The Quran is saying by the by the odd and by the even and by the odd. What does it mean? And the Quran says, "Well, lady, is yes, And by the night, when the night is passing, these two qasam they have come in the Quran before. The fajr one and the night. One fajr, one layl ida yasr. Because I mentioned, like in Isaiah's come uh, uh, in Surah Mudaffir, one layl ida adbar, one subh ida asfar. By the night, when the night is turning away, going away, moving away, and when the morning is coming. Similarly, you can see same qasam has been mentioned in Surah Takwir. So qasam of the night, passing night, and qasam of coming the morning, that has come in the Quran. So these two are here main qasam. For fajr morning and the night. And between these two qasam, something else has been mentioned. And that we have to understand what they mean. Walayalin ashr. And ten nights. What are ten nights? Some people say ten nights mean ten nights of Dhul Hijjah. You know, they have so much virtues. You know, for Fasr Dhul Hijjah to ten, there are so much virtues. They actually are, you know, the best nights you can imagine. Or best days you can imagine. Some people say ten days of Muharram, you know, because there are also so many things in Islam. Some people say ten nights of Ramadan, actually last nights of Ramadan, they have so much virtues. Why the people think that ten nights could make Dhul Hijjah or could, could, could mean Muharram or could mean uh, night of Ramadan? Because in the, <coughs> in the mind of the people, it is, it is deep that people think when the swearing comes, it must be of something which have respect, which is very great. So that's why they're looking for those nights which are most important nights. The night of Dhul Hijjah. That's why they go for, for, for that meaning. Similarly, when it comes to the even and the old, again the problem is, you know, for, for this. So some people think, you know, from those nights, those which are even, they are Shafa, and those which are old, like for example, they say, like Arafah, the night of the Arafah, that is water. Because old, you can, Arafah is the ninth, ninth day, so a night of Arafah, that is old. And a night of Nahr, means when the sacrifice happen, sacrifice happening on the 10th of Dhul Hijjah. So that night is, you know, even night. Some people think that what I mentioned. There are so many opinions about that, more than 30 opinions that people have been you know, saying in, in, in the Quran about this. You know, if the Quran is like that, it becomes a puzzle. If Quran cannot make things clear, it becomes a puzzle. There are so many opinions. So one has to think really that what, what the context of the Quran here is, what Quran wants to tell. Quran is saying basically that in, in this universe, that whatever actually happening is, people should not think that this is how it is. It Allah is who is doing it. He can change it and he keeps changing. Nothing is at, at the same condition. Night comes and then days, the morning comes. You know, it's not that when you are night, you think, you know, this is how the universe is. No, you know that after night, day will come. So when people like Firaun, they have got the power, they should know that this is not going to remain like that. One day this will go. People of Ahad, when they got the power, they should know when the power will go. So some people have been making effort really to find out why the ten nights have been mentioned. And some people have done some of this research, which I don't agree, but I just have to mention that how people have been thinking. But this is, you know, a little deeper thinking. Because they say in this surah, the punishment is mentioned of Aad and Thamud. And as you see, for Aad, the Quran has mentioned 
that you know their their punishment was what sab'alayalin wa thamaniyat ayyam the punishment was seven nights seven nights they have been in continuous punishment allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the punishment upon them for seven nights and for thamud the quran said that you know wait for three nights three nights wait in your house until punishment comes waiting for punishment is also like punishment to people say since aad and thamud has been mentioned in this surah and aad and thamud they have got seven and three nights to seven and three nights together become ten nights it is reference to their punishment to ten nights they are punishment for reference to the punishment of the people of aad and thamud but that actually is not very clear reason is for the aad you can say seven nights of punishment but thamud did not have punishment of three nights three nights have been only mentioned to wait and then also in this surah you know three nations are mentioned aad thamud and firaun so that why you know it does not look actually very likely what actually happening is the quran is mentioning to us that how the things are all the universe they are you know proper control of allah, under the control of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every single thing whatever comes allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can take it away and bring something new night comes then the morning comes and the same thing 10 nights in in every month how many 10 nights are there three times to so the first 10 nights are there when the moon keeps increasing you can see the moon is increasing last 10 nights are when the moon is de- decreasing basically moon becomes shorter and smaller and smaller and then in between the 10 nights when which will have connection with both of 10 nights to so first you know few nights they are similar to the first 10 nights where the moon is still keep increasing last you know few nights they are similar to the last 10 nights when the moon is falling so basically when allah mentioned 10 nights he want to you know show us that how the moon they rise and also they fall down they decrease decline in rising of the moon and decreasing of the moon and actually that that qasam has been mentioned in the quran in you know, somewhere else as well as the quran says in surah yasin والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عاد كالارجون القديم we have we have set for the moon stages until it comes back like old branch very thin similarly quran said in another surah والقمر اذا والقمر اذا تسق لا تركبن طبقا عن طبق by the moon when the moon becomes full the moon basically moving you know basically complete and then it becomes to basically walayalin ashr is in a qasam a witness of the moon how the moon keeps moving it is crescent and from the crescent it keeps growing growing until it becomes a badr full moon and then after being a badr full moon then it starts decreasing and falling until it becomes again thin and then disappears so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that how he has made the universe how he made the, the moon to walayalin ashr وَالشَّفْعِ وَالْوَطْرِ And then after that, Quran is mentioning شَفْعِ وَطْرِ What actually happening is in every شَفْعِ you can see every event they basically are old. You know, they are combination of the old. So every, any, any event you take two, two are like two old numbers. Three, they again, every old number goes back, you know, every even number goes back to the to the odd number you can see really that you know this alter, alteration of the odd and even keep coming in this universe 
except the first one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no even. But otherwise, every single thing, they are like that. And the Quran actually has mentioned that, that the things are in the pair, you know, somewhere else as well. And in one of the arguments of the Quran is about the word, Quran says, Allah has made from everything, you know, pairs. And from every single thing we have made the pair. So that thing has been mentioned in the Quran everywhere. The meaning is whenever you see something that that old number, the old has been created by him, but it needs something else which can make it even. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made every old in a condition that it needs something else which can make it even. Meaning is when night comes, after the day comes. So you can see there is the moon, there is sun. Similarly, in this world, when the people get the power and they do whatever they do, they should remember that this whole universe will actually result into a morning. And that is the morning of the day of judgment. So in this, basically, you are living like in, in a night and the morning of the day of judgment will come. And the day of judgment will make this morning as even. So people have this, this life and the life of hereafter make it even. So that's Zawj. Life of this world and life of the hereafter, they make it like two pairs. So that is one of the explanations, you know, in mentioned by Mona Farai, which actually I think more likely here, and I, you know, I, I accept that. So you can see that, you know, in this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to tell people very clearly that whatever the power people have got and whatever position people have got, it is not going to remain forever. Allah is in the full control and full in charge of the whole universe and he keeps changing every night you know, results into, into the morning every odd number results into the even everything gets its own pair it keeps coming moon keeps growing and keeps also decreasing so similarly when the night comes it, you know, it falls down it move, moves so Allah SWT wants to say then after that dainuna Basically, after all this qasam, Quran wants to say, The judgment and the punishment, the reward must happen. If you look in this universe, you can see things never remain on a condition. Everything tells you it must have its own pair. So one day it happen when the punishment will come. The people of Fir'aun, people of Ad, people of Thamud, they have been enjoying the power for a long time, but even in this world, they got the punishment. And certainly, no doubt, the day of judgment will come when Dainuna or Deen will happen properly. And that's why the Quran said, Inna rabbaka Your Lord is watching. He is watching. He is not going to keep things as it is. As he does not keep the moon as it is. He does not keep the night as it is. He does not keep the morning as it is. Similarly, he never keeps things as they are. He keeps changing them. The one who never changed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but every single thing keeps changing. So all the powers on the face of the earth, when you see really, they are powers in a very limited period of mankind. But if people look the whole picture, they can see that how things keep moving. You know, even Umayyads were on the height of their power, people could not imagine they are going to have fall. And at that time, if you criticize them, you have severe punishment. But the decline, Abbasids came, then Ottoman Empire came, Mughals came, they went all the time, you know, you can, in modern time you can see when, you know, Qadhafi, he was in the power in Libya for more than 40 years. Could you imagine Libya to criticize him? Could people imagine Libya that this is going to change? 
But now what actually happening when that person is so humiliation for him and his family is gone. Allah SWT gave him time to justice, to do merciful, but he actually misused the whole power and Allah SWT showed him, you know, Saddam Hussein had got such a big power for a long time, but you know, he and his children, how much injustice they have been doing, and then Allah SWT showed everybody that how they are gone, became part of the history. Now the people who actually succeeded them, they are doing the same thing, exactly the same thing. Now actually what happening is in these countries, people who have taken power from them, they are doing exactly the same thing without realizing that one day they also will become part of the history and punishment will come with them. Same you can look in, in Egypt, you know, there was Jawan Abdul Nasir, you know, man of the power and strength and this and that, so much injustice and wrongdoing and gone, became part of the history. Then other people came, they became part of the history. Now you can see another revolution, rebellion happened in, 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 in Egypt and everybody singing their song and the thing really, everybody supports them. But people here don't realize, you know, nobody knows. Your Lord is watching, Allah is watching that what you're going with the power. This power can go anytime. So this actually, this qasam in the Quran, in the beginning of the surah, al-fajr, al-layayin ashr, al-shaf al-watr, wal-layli da-yasra, to remind you that things never remain on the same conditions. People never should lose hope, and people who are in the power, they never should be arrogant. The power that you have got, one day you are going to lose. And people who are believers and they are oppressed, they should not lose hope in the power of the Lord. They should know one day the help will come from, from the Lord. Their Quran says, Hal fi dhalika qasamun ladhi hijr. You know, is there not in this, you know, what Quran mentioned that, you know, witness or, you know, strong evidence for the men of sense. Hajar in Arabic language means hajar yahjar means like hajar is a stone. So when you stop something, you put a hajar there. So in Arabic language, the sense is that when people have mind, the mind stops them from wrong, wrong things. That's why one of the words for intellect in Arabic language is, for the reason is aql. Aql means to tie. So, you know, aql stops you from, from wrongdoing. So similarly, one of the name of aql is hijr. Hijr in aql stops you from being, you know, uh, uh, losing your sense. So Allah SWT says, you know, isn't in that strong evidence for the people of the sense. Anybody who has got the sense, if they think properly, they can see really. But the problem actually for us is, we have, you know, every day we see the morning, we see all the ten nights, we never take a lesson from them. You know, the, the way they're changing, you know, imagine if the first time you see the nights and how the moon starts increasing, growing, and the how moon falls, when the first time you see the night, when the first time you see the morning coming, you can see the glory and the power of your Lord and how he keeps changing. Therefore, him actually, any change, you know, not, not, not a big thing. That's why the Quran, you know, keeps, after all the Qasam Quran keeps reminding the people, you know, these, these aspects in the universe, they are very, very important. People must think. That's why I said in the, in the beginning, Allah wants us actually to use our mind of thinking in the aspect of the Rububiyyah, Fikr. Thinking properly. If you think properly, you become content that whatever Allah does, He does with the wisdom and with the power. Nobody can make Him weaker and nobody can take out wisdom from Him. In every single thing, Hakim and Hakim. All powerful and all wise. And that's why in some of the surahs, after the Qasam, Quran used this, this thing. Like the Quran says in Surah Al-Nahl, In that there are signs for the people who have intelligence. Or Quran says in Surah Taha, 
in that is signs for the people who have got the wisdom. The Quran keeps reminding that when people, if you think properly, and no doubt really, every single thing of the universe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches you he is the doer. And people basically are on the stage and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making them to act. They are, they are not doers. Fir'aun and Ad and Thamud. In our time, all these actually major powers in, in, in this world, they are not doers. They are on the stage used by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So like Americans or Russians and all the big powers and even the weak people, they all have been used by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do certain acts. But after that, they will finish. They will go and the universe will remain in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, that way it says in the Quran, inna We inherit it. Everything comes in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more. Subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves.